My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Once again to our program, you're on the voice of the Cape 91.3 And this afternoon we're looking at the importance of Qur'an And the importance of bringing Qur'an alive in our homes And as we once again just to reflect on that hadith That it's so important that we bring the memorization of Qur'an into our lives once again And we bring it into our homes, we make it alive We make the Qur'an recitation a common factor in our day to day living and we bring it we have it uh, available for our children that they can um, at all times hear the quran listen to the message of the quran and it's so important that uh, they see this as well instead of being bombarded with um, music and all these uh, other type of unsavory things which will not benefit us so it's very important today as well wanted to look at the importance of uh, so important when we look at repentance as well we know that Islam it's about goodness it's about khair and whatever it encompasses but we in danger as Muslims and, and not Islam there always forces holding us back and especially forces hold us back when it comes to repentance and coming close to Allah one of those ways of coming close to Allah, it is through repentance, it is through tawbah. And inshallah, it's so important, is that ahmiyyah, that importance of returning and repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Well, yajibu ala kulli muslim. In fact, it is compulsory upon each and every person that we turn to Allah and we seek Allah's forgiveness. We know none of us are perfect. We sin, we we err, we... We sometimes do things and uh, sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly we might hurt someone or do something to someone. So usually we have this beautiful custom that before we go on Umrah, before we go on Hajj, we go to our family, our friends, our neighbors, we stand in the masjid and we make the announcement that, you know, I'm going to perform my Hajj and so I ask Ma for whatever I did, knowingly, unknowingly. It's a very beautiful custom. Let us not wait till that day or till that month. Let us make it something, a usual event in our lives. Every day we do it after salah. We say, Astaghfirullah Allahim, Astaghfirullah oh Allah forgive us. We ask immediately after salah. And yet salah, it has its structured format that it's in. And yet we ask Allah for forgiveness, whatever shortcoming there might have been in that particular salah. How more should we not ask Allah forgiveness for 
our lives. Our lives is it's unpredictable. It's, there's always some dynamics involved. It's, it's not every day. It's not the same. There's always something different we do. So how should we not seek and invoke Allah to forgive us? Because there might be some things that we do which is not the right thing to be doing. And many times knowingly or unknowingly that might be. So it's important for us to every day of our lives to ask Allah to forgive us. And one way would be abstaining from sin. And inshallah, good actions will guarantee a good life. As Allah states in Surah Al-Nahl, مَنْ عَمِلَ صَالِحًا مَنْ ذَكْرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُكْمِنٌ فَلَنُحْيِيَنَّهُ حَيَاتًا طَيْبًا Whoever does good, righteous, whether it's a male or a female, while they truly believe, verily indeed to Allah, Allah will give him, Allah will give her a very good life. Inshallah, let's break now and we'll come back after um, as soon as I uh, get that indication, then we'll, we'll go for our break. So first and foremost, the verse that we read, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether that person is a male or female and that person does righteous deeds, that inshallah, and that person truly believe Allah will give that person a good life. So we don't have to go, uh, you know, we don't have to con people, we don't have to steal, we don't have to do all these unnecessary uh, sinful deeds in order to get a good life but Allah will give us a good life when we ask continuously seeking Allah forgiveness and doing what is right let's go for our break and inshallah we'll come back after sir the voice of the cape 91.3 fm stereo the voice of the cape 91.3 fm stereo voice of the cape 91.3 fm stereo لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله من عمل صالحا من ذكر أو أنثى وهو مكمن فلا نحيينه حياة طيبة that whoever does good righteous whether it's a male or it's a female and then while that person truly believe verily to him to her he will have will give a very good life. So that is what goodness will bring into our life. And this is, Tawbah is something that purifies the heart. It revitalizes the heart as sinning, obviously sinning kills the heart. As stated in the Hadith Qudsi, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to, to Nabi Musa alayhi salam, Allah ta'ala li Musa, Ya Musa, inna awwala man mata min khulqi balis, wa kathalika anna wa awwala man aswani. Allah said to Nabi Musa alayhi O Musa, the first of my creation to have died was Iblis. And like that, he was the first of my creation who disobeyed me. So that is the importance of doing good. And it's so important that we do good, that we make tawbah rather, making tawbah, asking forgiveness, repenting to Allah, because this is a means how we can remove those black spots on that heart. How we can purify our hearts. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu tubu ila Allahi tawbatan nasuha. Asa rabbukum ayyu kafir ankum sayatikum. Wa yudakhilakum ujanna tajrimin tahti al-anhar. Ila akhiraya. You believe. Turn to Allah. And turn to Allah with a tawbatan nasuha. With a very sincere repentance. And it may be that Allah will remove your sins and enter into you into 
enter you into paradise. Because Tawbah, it causes Allah to love a person. I mean, it, Allah never, we weren't created as perfect human beings. We, have, we all have our shortcomings. We all, uh, we all make mistakes. You know that sometimes uh, a person can, uh, you can meet a person or see a person or hear a person speak for one, two minutes. And then already some people, then they judge you. They already have this opinion about you. They already have this negativity about who you are and what you are. And they're already there to criticize. And just a point on that as well. Some people that, you know, they speak about critical thinking and it must be critical. But does it mean because you can criticize that you're automatically so intelligent just because you can, you know, how to criticize the next person? Not at all. So this... In today's age, this is what intelligence has been reduced to. Your ability to critic, criticize the next person. And obviously, how are we going to see the goodness within people if we're always ready to criticize them at every turn, at every... And we know it's so easy for, for, for us as people that to see the shortcomings in the next person. But ask me to see that in myself, and oh my goodness so difficult to see the shortcomings within ourselves but ask us about other people oh no oh, now we're professionals now we we are the best when it comes to you know when, when it comes to observing and analyzing other people no we're very very good at that but ask us to see our own flaws our own shortcomings and then we cannot see that so it's important that we make toba we're not perfect, we're not ma'asum, we're not infallible, sinless people. We're not of the anbiya that, had, that were faultless people and sinless people. No, we are, we sin, we make faults. And as we mentioned in our introduction just before the breakfast service, we said that sometimes we do things knowingly, sometimes we do things unknowingly, and we offend others. So... It's so important that we that we make uh, tawbah, because Allah love Allah will love us when we make tawbah. When we make that sincere, as we say that tawbah and nasuha, when we make that very sincere tawbah, Allah will love us. Why? Because Allah mentioned in Surah Baqarah, in uh, verse two hundred and twenty-two, in Allah yuhibbu tawabin wa yuhibbu al-mutatahirin, that Allah loves those who repent. And Allah loves those who purify themselves, who clean themselves, spiritual cleanse. And love of Allah, it's a very special and significant love. As the Prophet ﷺ confirms in a very sahih, in a sahih hadith, which is narrated by Bukhari and Muslim, that إِذَا حَبَّ اللَّهُ عَبَدًا جِبْرِيلُ فَقَالَ يَا جِبْرِيلُ إِنَّ أُحِبُّ فُلَانَ فَأَحِبُّهُ فَيُحِبُّهُ جِبْرِيلُ لِأَحْلِ السَّمَاءِ فَقَالْ يَا أَحْلَ السَّمَاءِ إِنَّ اللَّهُ يُحِبُّ فَلَانْ فَأُحِبُّهُ أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام says this hadith that when Allah loves a person then what does he do? he orders Jibreel oh Jibreel indeed I love so and so so you also love this person I know we heard this hadith many times before but once again let us always try to uh, see what lesson we can take from it. Every day when we listen to Quran, when we listen to Hadith, let's see how we can learn more from it and what different lessons can we take from it. 
shouldn't be that we hear the hadith decade upon decade, year in, year out. We hear the verse of Quran, we hear the hadith, but still our lives have not changed. Then what was, what good uh, were we really listening? Were the hearts, were the ears of our heart, was it closed while we were hearing it? So let us listen in. We ask Allah to grant us tawfiq. We ask Allah to grant us guidance when listening to these uh, hadith and verses of Quran so that we can and may take lesson from them, inshallah ta'ala. We will come back after this ad break and we'll continue with that hadith. Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. have draped their tablecloth over Table Mountain and created the exquisite culinary range Tastes of the Cape. Tastes of the Cape is quick and easy to make and celebrates the rich heritage of the mother city. Try their delicious pickled fish, babuti, mince curries, sasatis and more. You loved Spice Mecca's Tastes of India? Now ask for Tastes of the Cape at your favorite supermarket. Spice Mecca proves that local is lacquer. An icon in your driveway. The BMW 320i is available with an M Sport package from 5,499 Rand per month, exclusively from SMG Cape Town. A 10% deposit and guaranteed future value after 49 months will have you driving, not parking. Offer subject to BMW Financial Services approval. Terms and conditions apply. Call 021-525-6000. SMG Cape Town. Not good, not very good, but excellent. Assalamu alaikum listeners, this is Usman Ahmed from XL Flyer Travel. We have an additional departure for our 46th anniversary Umrah package. We depart on the 3rd of May, return on the 17th of May. We are flying on Emirates Airlines. It's a 12-night, 14-day package. We spend six nights in Makkah Mukarramah, the Makarim Um Al-Qura Hotel with breakfast. Six nights in Medina Manora at the Michelle Hotel with breakfast. The cost per person sharing four-tour room is 13,999 rand per person. It includes your airfares, Umrah visa fee, your bus transfers, and the prices of per person sharing. For finer details on this particular package and various other hotel options, visit our website at www.flywall.co.za or you're welcome to contact us on 08600 10786. Shukran and assalamu alaikum. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. A person, when Allah loves his slave, he calls to Jibreel salam and says, Oh Jibreel, I love so and so. I love this person. So now you 
you also love him or her. And then what happens is that Jibreel also loves, uh, loves that person. And then what happens? Jibreel now calls out to the inhabitants of the heaven. He calls out to the angels saying, O oh, inhabitants of the heaven, heavens, O oh, angels, O oh, malaika, Allah loves so and so. And then it turns out and it happens that they also love him. And then Allah makes the dunya easy for his slave. This comes all through what? Through Allah loving us. And how do we earn the love of Allah? It is when we repent to Allah, when we make tawbah to Allah, and then we become of those who are pure, those who are good and clean. And inshallah, those who who repent become the best of people. As the Prophet mentioned, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in a hadith, and this narrated by Ibn Ibn Majah, and also in the book of Al-Hakim, that, قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ كُلُّ بْنِ آدَمْ خَطَوْنْ وَخَيْرُ خَطَّئِينَ أَتَّوَّابُونَ The Prophet وسلم, said, Every son of Adam, he is, he makes sins. But the best of those who sin, they are those who repent. So such great uh, virtues we see that when we repent to Allah, when we ask Allah forgiveness, we see what we can receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how we can gain the pleasure and the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we leave it at that point. Let's move on to the next point. The first point, we looked at the importance of tawbah. Now let's look at the barriers. What holds us um, from repentance? The ultimate barrier, that ultimate obstacle, it is shaitan. And shaitan can be cautioned from, it can be prevented against, and we can overpower shaitan, inshallah ta'ala. What, firstly though, let us look at what is the wisdom? What is the purpose of shaitan's existence? Why is it so? Why do we think shaitan is there in the first place? Yes? Yes, that might be your view. But remember, without shaitan, there's no test, and everyone will, then, everyone will enter Jannah. Without shaitan, there's no distinction between right or wrong, no good, bad, no righteous and evil. So that is the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this dunya. That shaitan will be there to test us. And Allah will test which of us are the best from amongst, from amongst his creation. In Surah Al-A'raf as well, after shaitan asks Allah to grant him respite in the Qur'an, informs us what shaitan says. The Qur'an informs us what shaitan says. ثُمَّ لَا Listen to this. Listen to this, what he says. That I will come to them, to people, I will come to them from in front, from behind, from the right, from the left. And you Allah, you will not find most of them they will not be thankful. They won't be dutiful to you. They won't thank you. Shaitan says that this will be, this will be man, that even though this is what you're giving him, this is what you're doing for him, but they're not thankful, ya Allah. 
They're not thankful for the bounties. They're not thankful for the favors. And yet in another verse we know so well that Allah says, If you try to enumerate, if you try even to count the favors, you will not be able to count them. Because there are so many, many favors that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestow upon us and continue to bestow upon us. Even as we are sitting and breathing, it is such a great blessing. I heard once an imam say that even look at the honor that Allah has afforded us as being even the best of creation. Look at the honor that even lies within our hands, the ability to use these hands. Imagine you're sitting here and you're having a wonderful, wonderful meal and you do not have hands. Imagine you're sitting around the table with all your family and everyone is digging in, everyone is getting into the food with their faces on the table or their faces on the ground. What would, what would, we, what would we resemble if it, was not, if it weren't for these hands? What would we look like? How barbaric would we be looking, having our faces and our into the plates, into on the ground, without these hands, without these arms. So another way that merely by these hands and these arms, Allah has afforded us this great ni'mah. What's it about the other favors? And obviously there are so many. This is just an example that I heard one imam mention to us one day. So it's so important that we are mindful of the favors. Aisha radiallahu anhu, she narrates in a hadith found in the Sahih of Muslim that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi said, with every person, with every individual, there is shaitan, there is a shaitan. And then Aisha asked, even you, O messenger of Allah? What did the Prophet, what did she say? Ma'akulish insan shaitan, even with you, with every person, there is a shaitan. And the reply of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Yes, but Allah helped me overpower him until he accepted Islam, says the Prophet ﷺ. That even though there is a shaitan with every individual, but Allah help me overpower that shaitan, says the Prophet ﷺ. And he does not order me except with good. So let's make isti'adha. Let's seek refuge from shaitan. Let's always seek refuge. Ask Allah to protect us from shaitan. Let us read the three calls. Let us read Surah Baqarah. Let's make it a habit of reading these uh, verses of the Quran in the homes, Ayatul Kursi, saying Bismillah before everything that we do. All these little things that we can do. Saying Bismillah, stepping into the car, out of the car, walking into the house before we start with the meals, before we making the food, before we make that cup of tea. Bismillah, it should be always moist on my tongue saying Bismillah Rahman Rahim. Reciting the three calls, reciting Surah Baqarah, reciting Atul Kursi as well. Obviously the entire Quran, the Quranish, it's, it's a healing for us. Another barrier, another barrier for, so we mentioned now that one of those barriers towards Tawbah, it is Shaitan. But now we see how we can, what we can do. And inshallah, may Allah protect us all from the cursed shaitan. But yet another barrier. They are friends. You know, with, uh, they are friends. What the kathirun fi ahli al-kitab law yaruddunakum fi ba'da imanikum kuffaru hasadam min indi anfusikum. 
Many of the people of the book, they wish that they could turn you away as disbelievers after you have believed. So those who do not believe, those people who do not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they would want you to do what they do. They would want you to live like they live. And they'll always find problems with you because you're not living according to what they do. You're going for salah during the time, uh, during asr time at work or your place of studying. And sometimes, many a times, you're one person up against an entire group, your home, everywhere you come, you're the one and only person, by way of an example, performing salah, perhaps fasting, um, perhaps having some um, something Islamic about you that you are doing. And what happens is that that's the consequences thereof. So be very careful as to those whom you befriend. As we know in yet another verse or another hadith, al-maru ala dini khalili, a person is on the, on the way of life, on the religion, so to say, of his close friend. So another barrier, as we move swiftly along, another barrier is an nafs itself. It's those inner desires, a desire for the dunya, that never-ending wants, even if it's in those obeying Allah. Let us conclude very quickly and let us go for our um, ad breaks. We'll come now with our janaza notices, inshallah. No, not at this time. So inshallah we'll just we'll just con we'll just continue inshallah. So once again, let us get back to what we have said. That with regards to Muslim friends, the Prophet stated in a hadith narrated by Imam Tirmidhi and also in uh, the hadith book of Ahmed a person is on that religion is on that way of life of his friends let's be very careful as to whom we befriend who our children befriend and uh, yes we allow within our personal space for that matter not that we should be um, not that we should be you know pessimistic about people we should always be hopeful for the goodness of people be very careful who we spend our days with so that's another way of uh, repentance, an obstacle towards repentance. And obviously another barrier would be nafs, that inner desires. And obviously that desire for, for this dunya and never ending once, even if it is in disobeying Allah. So we need to be very careful. Sometimes people get involved in, in many different things, in riba, in um, various type of uh, things of which we do not have the time to, to go into at this time. So let's move on to the third point, how to make toba. Uh, generally, as we have heard many a times, is those general steps, if the sin is only to Allah, and fourth, if the sin includes another person. So once again, for our remind to remind ourselves that very quickly stop the sin, stop the sin, sin, stop sinning immediately and sincere have that, that regret and have remorse and make a sincere intention never to return to it. And if it involved anyone, perhaps stolen something or spoke bad about some backbiting or the rest. Inform others if there was backbiting and ask that person sincerely, sincerely for forgiveness, inshallah. Let's listen to this.